to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. TwoRiversFord.com is where you go for all manner of great, exciting, new, quality, American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at TwoRiversFord.com. Of course, you know that you need to get in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Using the promo code A to Z Sports, I'll tell you about a great offer that they have for you later on in the show. Promo code A to Z Sports, DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. Of course, Brymac Mechanical, because we have a bounce back candidate to do. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac is the best in the business at Brimac Mechanical. So with everything that's happening with the Titans, and today, just for full disclosure, they held practice inside the bubble under the initially revised protocols we would be able to allow. We were formally allowed to attend practice inside the bubble, but because things have been reduced again as far as media uh, capacity is concerned and personnel is concerned. We are no longer allowed to attend practice when they move it inside the bubble. So we did not get to go to practice today. But what uh, what was reported is that Derrick Henry did about the same amount of work on his foot, but that's not necessarily the place that I want to start, although we will give you an update on Derrick Henry in the middle of this. The thing that I'm kind of curious to see with the Titans is, all right, we know what they can do. We know what they can do well. We know that they run the ball well with or without Derrick Henry. We know that they play defense at a high level. We know that their special teams has been pretty consistent so far. So what's missing? Well, the thing that's missing for me is consistent contributions from the passing game. Meaningful, consistent contributions from the passing game. They do not generate explosive plays. Now, That may sound like a ridiculous statement to you because you saw what A.J. Brown did on Thursday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. But also, I think that it's important to realize that A.J.'s performance on Thursday night and the fact that he had, what, two catches for, I think, 45 yards total against the Dolphins, that's fine. They ran the ball. They won the game, as I believe he pointed out uh, to to someone in his comment section on Instagram. But what we have yet to see from them is high-level, consistent contributions in their passing game, even when A.J.'s there. The third down, you know, the crazy uh, performance that he had, what was it, 11 catches on, I think, 15 targets. He had eight receptions on third down. He accounted for almost 70% of their passing total. And there's a reason that something like that has only been done one time in the last 40 years of football. Turns out it's really, really hard to do. So, I, I want to kind of focus on where they can elevate their game now that Derrick Henry is going to be back at some point. And I want to start with your two Rivers Ford take here on the show tonight. Give me one. Well, actually, that's the question for later. What is missing from the Titans offense right now? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. What do you believe is most missing? from the Titans offense right now. We'll talk about it together here on the primetime show. You can weigh in in whichever comment section that you choose to contribute in. Your Two Rivers Ford take, and while you do that, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. TwoRiversFord.com is where you go to start your search. But when you go visit them in Mount Juliet, and even when you work with them virtually or Over the phone, you don't even have to talk to anybody on the phone. You can do it via text. Two Rivers Ford is first and foremost focused on your satisfaction as the customer. That's why they have a non-commissioned sales staff that does not put pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. That's why they have won many awards for their customer service experience. Two Rivers Ford is the best car dealership in the state of Tennessee because they focus on honesty and integrity first and foremost in their business dealings with you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet 
or online at tworiversford.com where you can find out more about the Built For You program today. So, what's missing from the Titans offense right now? Well, here's what I'll tell you is missing what will be missing on Sunday. In fact, I won't tell you. I'll have Diana Rossini tell you who uh, jumped on the radio show with me today and we talked about Derrick Henry's availability. So before we start in on what's missing, let's start first with what they won't have, which on Sunday sounds like will be Derrick Henry. You put out on your uh, on your Twitter when you talked about this initially that it is a long shot at this point for him to be available for week 18. Kind of, if you could, for the audience, explain why that might be the case. Yeah, so I knew that Derrick and the rest of the team really had this game earmarked. This was going to be the game they wanted him to return full and go. Yeah. Um, and he'd been working towards that. And from everything I can gather in terms of his recovery, the rehab, um, it was going really well. It went, it went smoothly, as smoothly as it, as it could. And, uh, in terms of his overall progress, he's, he's right on target. They're, they're, they feel good about it. I know that there was a lot of thought that because he's Derek Henry and we know, uh, what an incredible athlete he is and how hard he works that maybe he would be able to speed that up and get back a little earlier. But um, anytime I spoke with people close to Derek, when I spoke to people uh, with the Titans organization, just to try to get that sense, it was always a little bit kind of a little bit of uh, slow, slow down a bit. You know, they really wanted to give him time. So it, it really makes sense to me that he's most likely not going to play against this Houston Texans team as important of a game as this is, you know, trying to get, home field advantage, trying to get that first round by. Um, but, you know, I, I, from what I can gather, it, it seems that they look at it as if they can take care of the ball and the run game's been really good and it's right. held up really well without Derek, if they can just get this win and give Derek even more time to rest up to get ready for the playoffs, then it, it's the best decision that, that, that they can make. That is our friend Diana Rossini on the radio show today adam berkowitz says lucas panzeca the real mvp well no listen lucas lucas is the mvp of the radio show i will tell you that uh producer reed is the mvp of the primetime show so we have to make sure that we give due diligence the only difference between lucas on radio for me and reed on a to z for me is lucas gets camera time and uh, Mike time and Reed does not read is and and I don't know how we I don't know how we rectify the situation. In fact, that's my New Year's resolution is to try and figure out um to try and figure out how we can make this more worth Reed's time other than to carry me and make me sound smarter on a regular basis. But right now, Derrick Henry looks like he will not be available on Sunday for the Tennessee Titans, which is all well and good, right? Diana is because uh, uh, Guat De Nero on Facebook Live says, and who the hell is she? Well, Diana Rossini is one of the foremost uh, NFL insiders in our industry. Diana has been reporting a lot about the Derrick Henry situation, and uh, she has been. She is not the ESPN reporter who said that Derrick Henry was done for the season. If you'll recall, that was Adam Schefter. So Diana is a uh, she. In fact, Diana, I, if I recall, Diana was the first one to report that the Titans wanted to give Ryan Tannehill an extension in the middle of that Raiders game in 2019. So she's got a, she's got a, a good grip, a good grasp rather on the Titans situation. And really uh, we appreciate her insight whenever she's able to give us some time on the radio show. Uh, Alex Blaine man says Titan Rossi is trashing A to Z right now. I'm not sure what that means, but um, you know, uh, good. Oh, is that the, is that, that, that guy DMs me a lot about, uh, he has the, I think, I think if that's who I'm thinking of Titans, Rossi is the person who has that Jalen fly Sadler dude on all the time, right? The, uh, the offensive lineman that hangs outside of the practice. I don't know if that dude's still doing that. Um, well, you know, I mean, you can, uh, rip A to Z all he wants. If he wants to, I don't, I have no idea what he's going on about. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Uh, Diana is uh, Diana is really good at her job. So Derrick Henry, don't expect him to play on Sunday at this point. And that's all well and good, right? I, I think that you want to make sure you want to make sure that the uh, that the situation for Derrick is to his liking. Now, I did not expect him to go through extended work today. And it does sound like he did get a little bit of work to what extent we don't know. Again, it's at this point focusing on. How does his foot respond to 
the surgical reconstruction? How does the, you know, how does the pain tolerance hold up? How do these things, uh, how do these things, how do these things kind of impact the way that he goes through his day-to-day process as he tries to get back into his normal day-to-day process? I think that from the standpoint of from the standpoint of the Titans, you don't you don't want to say that you don't need Derek, right? And I don't I don't think that's what she was implying. I think that what she's saying is what we've all seen, right? Is that they found ways, they've found ways to replace Derek's production in a way that the running game hasn't fallen off a cliff, right? The thing that's the biggest difference is the scoring. Without Derek, they've had six rushing touchdowns total between a bunch of different players. And with Derek, Derek himself has 10 rushing touchdowns. So at this point, there is a there is a red zone drop off for sure because Derek is very easily able to fall forward for two yards into the end zone. He is a difficult individual to stop once he gets inside of basically five yards. So from that standpoint, they have seen a drop off. But also for the uh, for the Titans, you know, you don't want to rush it back if it doesn't need to be if he doesn't need to be right. And it is an essential game for them to win. But it is more essential for them to keep their best weapon, who is going to be as fresh as he's ever been at any point in his career. How do they keep that from being derailed in any form or fashion? And at this point, you can continue to kind of slow play it if you need to, because Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard and that offensive line have done pretty well at picking up the slack. Now, the offensive line being healthy from start to finish for a full game for the first time all year against the Dolphins, that's huge, huge for the success of the running game and for the success of the quarterback who was kept upright throughout the course of that game against a good Dolphins pass rush. So to, to start with Derek, I think, is an interesting element of it. And then when we when we kind of flesh this out a little bit, I want to know from you guys, what do you think is missing most from this Titans offense right now here on uh, A to Z Sports Primetime? I don't know what you guys are arguing about. Justin Briley is yelling at Karen O'Keefe. Uh, people are complaining about Diana. I don't know. What, what is everybody all but Everybody in the comment section, at least on Facebook. I don't know. YouTube and Twitter seem to be, uh, and Twitch seem to be uh, handling. What, what are you guys bitching at each other on Facebook for? Relax a little bit. It's okay. We're, we're just having fun. We're talking some Titans football. On this Thursday, a lot of angst in the comment section. Good Lord. But what is missing at this point? That's the question that we're asking you. Derek, let's, you know, you can you can talk about Derek as he's the thing that's missing. I think for the purposes of this conversation, we should just consider Derek not a part of the conversation. That's okay at this point. I think that uh, for what's missing from the Titans, let's talk about what's missing as far as what they're able to do. I think that's kind of the prism that we should, we should run this question for. So what is missing? Justin Tomaselli says consistent pass protection. Hard for those guys to get production when Tannehill doesn't have time to throw them the ball. That is uh, that is true. Um, let's see. Uh, the deep threat passing game for Jeremy Thornton. Yes, the deep threat passing game has not been consistently there. AJ had one great – he's had – let me not say one great game. He had a fantastic game against the Colts in Indianapolis. He has had good performances throughout the course of the season. He had a big game against the Chiefs, if I recall as well. But consistently, you know, those are three instances in a 17-game sample size so far. Some of it he's not been available for, so we got to be fair. But because of his unavailability – that's taken away from the consistent threat. We know Julio in and out of the lineup, often out more than in on the lineup at this point. The deep threat passing game, and really just consistency in the passing game is the thing that kind of stands out to me. Uh, hard play action with the deep pass? Well, no, Rodney, actually, that's come back. I mean, you see that play action staple, especially when AJ's in the game, what, what Greg Cosell calls that bang uh, play action crosser concept where Tannehill hits the five-step drop, hits his back foot, gets the ball out to AJ who's running a crossing route over the middle of the field or whomever's running the crossing route over the middle of the field. We see, I you could probably picture the exact kind of concept I'm talking about because you've seen it so many times. Um, so that's been fine. It really has. And 
Tannehill's confidence in throwing to AJ as opposed to uh, Des Fitzpatrick or Racing McMath, that does seem to be the difference. Certainly on Thursday Night Football, it was the difference. But I'm going to tell you what is missing from this Titans offense and what can really unlock the next level of what they're capable of doing right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports can get you in on all the action. They got an unbelievable offer to get all of you in on the action for this exciting time in the football calendar. If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet $5, just 5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, if the team that you bet on wins their game with that $5 bet, you can win $200 in free bets. So let's all wind down the season with a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code A2Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. Bet just 5 bucks on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's code A2Z Sports. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, present in Tennessee to bet. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, um, for the Titans, what kind of helps them step up? What kind of unlocks this next level for the potential that we believe them to have? Uh, Jonathan Useri says play action. I, I think you guys are, I think you guys are, I don't want to say you're you're missing. I, I don't know really how to describe it. I just don't think you guys are accurate when you say the play action is missing. The play action has been there. It's just that they don't have the explosive passing plays that allow for the yards after contact, the big play action passing plays that we were accustomed to seeing last year, right, when they had A.J. and Janu and more explosive physical players down the field. Now, Julio and AJ can do that. I don't I, I don't know how much Julio can do that at this point. He remains to be seen. Although, worth noting that he went from limited yesterday to a full participant at practice today. Brandon says Julio is missing, and there's no question about that. He has been absent far more often than he has been available. Carlos Reynoso says pass yards. And yeah, I mean, but listen, you won a football game. You kicked another NFL team's ass with 120 passing yards because you were efficient, right? You don't need 400 yards passing to win a football game. You just need efficiency. Now, would you like explosive plays? Of course, because you've got to be able to keep up with the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bills are capable of doing this, not just with Josh Allen's arm, but with Josh Allen's legs. So if you get into one of these high-scoring affairs, you got to know, and they got to know, that they can go down the field with big chunk plays and not rely always on that ground game to give them that. Teams are far more likely, by percentage, to get explosive plays in the passing game as opposed to their rushing attack, unless you're the Titans, where a lot of it comes from your rushing attack because the difference between the Titans and every other football team is not every other football team has a 250-pound running back that can break away from secondary players once he gets the second and third level out of the way. Derrick Henry's second acceleration is what makes him special. But the thing from my standpoint is this. We've talked about it a lot, and I don't disagree that there needs to be better production from the passing game in general. But I don't think that it needs to focus on yardage. Like, I don't think that there needs to be more attempts for more yardage. I think if that happens... Something has gone wrong to take you out of, take the Titans out of the style of football that they like to play. But the thing we haven't seen from them is that ability to kind of flip that switch if they need to. All right, if we need to move the ball down the field, we're going to do it with our passing game. Let's go. And outside of the AJ game, which was really a Tannehill game, given how great he was at delivering the ball on third down, AJ making big plays as well. That's, of course, a big part of this. I think that we need to see a more diverse menu of passing plays to see the Titans kind of experience their full potential, which was the analysis that our buddy Greg Cosell of NFL Films gave us on our podcast called The Install yesterday.
That's a great question. And, and, you know, there's no, look, one thing I learned very early on when I started with the matchup show in 1984 and really then started uh, shortly after to get a chance to speak to a lot of coaches, which of course I've been doing for years and years now is there's many ways to win. So there's no absolutes. You speak in percentages. If, if, If you were to say about a given team that their pass game is not particularly productive, most people would then say, oh, well, it'd be tough to win in the playoffs. But you're not going to say that as a mathematical equation. Every game plays out differently. Look, they know they need more from their pass game. They know when they get into playing better opponents um, that they're not necessarily going to hold opponents to three or six or 10 points. I mean, look what happened earlier in the season when they beat one of the AFC's better teams, the Buffalo Bills. And, and I believe that was a 34-31 game, if memory serves me correctly. That's correct. You know, so you're going to have to score. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. But look, they've been able to to win some of these games going down the stretch to put them in a position to get a first round bye. Um, they've been able to win some of these games without the passing game having to be a big factor. Uh, history and percentages tell you that that's not likely to happen in a, in a three-game Super Bowl run, right. that, that the pass game is going to have to become a meaningful factor. Now, by that, Buck, I don't mean that Stan Tannehill has to go 30 for 40 for 450 yards and four touchdowns. You know, I don't want people to think that's what I'm speaking about, but there needs to be some explosive element to the pass game. That is from the latest episode of the install with Greg Cosell of NFL films, which is the podcast that Greg and I do each and every Wednesday. Please feel free to subscribe, rate and review. Um, so explosive plays in the passing game is something that the Titans just, they, they haven't been able to do it consistently enough. Now, listen, I think that whenever Derek gets back out on the field, whether opposing defenses have played the Titans differently or not, and when you look at the numbers about how often the Titans are seeing a stacked box versus uh, with Derrick Henry versus without Derrick Henry, there's really not that big of a percentage difference teams are because the offense hasn't changed right they're still playing you know eight man in the box when the titans go 12 personnel two tight end sets they are still a run focused football team it's why the numbers the attempts before Derek, uh well with Derek and without Derek, look almost almost exactly the same it's why the rushing totals look almost exactly the same again the only difference between the offense with Derek and without Derek is four more touchdowns with Derek than without him throughout this last, what is it, nine-game stretch that we are in so far. So with all of that said, I think that the passing game gets a lot easier when Derek is on the field. I think that it elevates everything. But they need something out of Julio at some point. AJ can't be expected to do the heavy lifting all on his own. Michael Pruitt? is a sneaky big loss for their blocking scheme and for their screen game because they found ways to get him open. Now, Jeff Swaim is tight end one, and he remains in the lineup. Berkser is really just a third down option. They did sign Ryan Izzo, who is a uh, a tight end who spent some time with the Patriots. Uh, I've seen him play a little bit, but I don't know. I don't know much about his game other than he's a big-bodied guy that I think they can use in their blocking scheme, which is the first and foremost responsibility of the tight ends in this game. And, in fact, if you watch this, I saw this pointed out. Uh, the account's called uh, um, No Flags No Flags Film. I think it's, it's either No Film Flags or No Flags Film. No Flags Film sounds right. But I was watching some of the cut-ups that they did of film, and it was an interesting point that they made that after Michael Pruitt went down, tight end two, like the second tight end for the Titans, was Aaron Brewer. Aaron Brewer played in a ton in that game against the Dolphins, and he was their second tight end because the responsibility of the tight ends is to block, and they think that Brewer can block a hell of a lot better than uh, than Ferkser can, which is so. So with all that being said, there is an additional dimension to this passing game, but also their their passing game is – they don't really stray much from what they do each and every time. Their passing concepts 
are almost, you know, the same week in and week out. I'm not saying that there needs to be a bunch of variants. It's just they they are predictable in the passing game. And that's okay if it works, right? That works more often than not. Todd Downing uh Todd Downing looks uh looks like he is I think he deserves a lot more credit than seems a lot of people want to give him, but I do think more than anything that the Titans are capable of stepping up a notch. It is going to take one improved health, which is of course at the root of this, and two consistently confident play from Ryan Tannehill when he is kept upright because we know that that has not been the case. All right, let's move on and let's talk let's flip-flop things to the defensive side of the ball. And Steven Snyder says we need coach Mack down on the sidelines giving the team a pep talk and the refs hell. He's doing a great job in the booth. By the way, coach Mack uh, is going to join us on the radio show at 11 a.m. tomorrow, so hopefully you guys can Hang out with me and Mac as we give you a little snow day football talk because it looks like tomorrow is going to be yet another snow day as well. Uh, let's talk about this defense. Let's talk about Zach Cunningham. Revenge game, quote unquote. Uh, he didn't really seem to think so when he met with the media today. In fact, he was pretty brief about his, uh, you know, he just doesn't seem like a terribly emotional guy. He's a super violent player on the football field, but doesn't seem to let his emotions get the best of him. So with Zach Cunningham, you know, it's a pretty interesting situation that the Titans now have at their disposal. Three, and when Jayon's available, probably four. Uh, I, I don't want to diminish Jayon right now, but he's, you know, he's probably their fourth best linebacker, which is a good spot to be in, right? Jayon's great if he's your fourth best linebacker. And we talked about this today on the radio show. You know, what's the best combination of the linebackers? Well, the Titans seem to think that for the majority of the snaps, it's Long and Cunningham, which I would say the film bears out to be so. Both of those guys played more snaps than Rashawn Evans. Rashawn Evans did play a fair amount of snaps. He played 22 on Sunday against the Dolphins. But I do think that uh, that the depth of this is something that is really, really strong. Um, Bobby asked me, do I think Evans is going to be a healthy scratch coming up? No, of course not. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. I think that they have four players that they try to get on the field in different ways, and I think it works really well. So the question that I want to ask you about that inside linebacking depth is this, or let's just talk about the linebackers in general. We can toss Bud Dupree and Harold Landry, Derek Roberson, and Ola Adaini. We can toss all of them into this. What one word would you use to describe the Titans linebacking cord? Give me one in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together on the primetime show right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team knows where you can get the best intel in Middle Tennessee to make sure that you're capitalizing on this incredible seller's market. Gary Ashton will give you the intel edge when you visit them at GaryAshton.com. It's why they're the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. By the way, Titans, top of their conference, Preds, top of their division. I'm pretty sure the Grizzlies, who are up big on the Pistons right now, I've got the Grizz game on, in my office, Grizz, Titans, and Preds. The state of Tennessee and pro sports is kicking ass. Really cool to see. One word to describe the Titans linebacking core right now. Let me know in the comments section. Um, oh, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. What is the one word that you would use? Bountiful. Ooh, I like that word, Rob, right? On Facebook Live. Bountiful is good, as is diverse. From Franklin Elliott, diverse in terms of the skill set that each one of those guys can provide. I would absolutely agree with that assessment. Um, for Christian Fuller on Facebook Live, he says he would say versatile. Van Jeffrey says explosive. Stuart Robinson, beastly. Matt Stanley says top heavy. Well, yeah, but that's the thing, Matt. Like, it's not top heavy. Top heavy would indicate that they've got two good starters or two great starters and nothing behind them. This, that's not the case. They've got four guys. They can roll four guys deep 
And really, when Monty Rice is healthy, five. They can roll five guys off at inside linebacker because Monty was okay. Um, I don't think he was great, but as a third-round pick, he's clearly got some potential. So you can roll five guys deep off the uh, off the inside linebacking core and be in good shape, which is not top-heavy. That's, uh, In fact, that's quite balanced, if I would disagree with you. But the word that I would use is violent. When I watch these guys play right now, I would say violent is the best word, especially Zach Cunningham. Zach Cunningham is a real treat. If you could design a player to play that position in today's iteration of the NFL game, you know, maybe he's not the best in coverage, but he is going to be, as uh, as Mike Frabel and the coaching staff like to say, full tilt to the tackle each and every time. My word would be violent because of the element of that game that both Rashawn Evans and Zach Cunningham bring. And David Long, who made his return to the lineup for the first time this past Sunday since week nine, got hurt against the Rams and has missed a substantial amount of time. David Long came back, got an interception, played really well, and did play a good chunk of the snaps. David was on the radio show today with me, and we talked about this kind of three-man linebacker rotation. Um, And four now with Jayon back off the COVID list, this was that what David Long had to say about his position group. Yeah, so the the inside linebacker room though, not not drastically different, but it does look a little different since the last time you were on the field. What what's yeah. it what was it kind of like when, you know, they added Zach Cunningham? Obviously, you guys already have a bunch of talent in there with you and Rashawn and Jayon Monty when he's been available. Obviously, his season looks like it's uh going to be done at this point, but I, I guess I'm curious to know what, what kind of conversations were had with you guys when they added Zach and they're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to figure this out that works best for the football team and find ways to get all of you guys on the field. Uh, well, as far as conversations goes, it wasn't really many. But as far as, like, uh, I just knew Zach was a good addition. Um, I, I've seen him play, you know, since I've been in the league, we played against him. You know, a couple times. So I was familiar with him. I just knew that was just a, another uh, tool in the arsenal. We got, you know, so many guys, you know, that can do a lot of things as far as run stoppers, coverage, you know, whatever it may be. So um, it, it's not going to be any drop-off, you know, if anybody, you know, God forbid, as far as, you know, injuries, you know, they happen all the time or, you know, tired or whatever it may be. Uh, but we just know we have guys uh, available to go in there and get the job done. That's David Long on the radio show earlier today. By the way, Diana and David were both great on the radio show. We had a bunch of fun. You can go check out the podcast of the radio show if you don't catch it live from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. You can get it via the podcast, uh, whichever podcast app you so choose. It's simply called The Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast app. So uh, I think that the Titans really, really well positioned right now to uh to move forward. Okay, Justin J- Justin Briley is just who Justin. What are you, who are you trying to fight with? What what is you're, you're saying? The Taylor Lewan, your best offensive lineman, sucks and needs to be cut. You're saying that Diana, one of the most credible NFL reporters in the country in the business right now, is just flatly wrong with zero information to indicate otherwise. You're just out here lobbing shots for no reason. What are you bored today? Was what, what uh. What what it what it what's wrong, Justin? Do we do we, do we need to like completely stop the whole show to kind of work out what seems to be bothering you because you seem to be deeply bothered um, about something in particular, and I don't understand why. Who hurt you, Justin Briley? What what's what appears to be the problem? I don't know what Taylor Lewan or Diana Rossini or Karen O'Keefe or whomever um, you seem to be picking fights with. I, I group hug. Uh, Stephen King suggests a group hug. Uh, Justin, here's what I'll say. All right. You can, you are welcome to uh, express whatever opinion you like, as all, as everybody is, as I am, as you are. This is a free-flowing format. We welcome open dialogue. But what I will say to you is that if you're going to be lazy and just say Diana is wrong, well, you need to tell me why Diana is wrong. What evidence do you have to support? And maybe you do, uh, Justin. I'm I'm offering you the opportunity to present the information. Uh, Justin Briley says, yeah, I know. Keep the show going. No, 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 no. You're the one who's, you're the one who's asked for it to stop this way, Justin. So let's focus in on, on what's happening here. Shall we? I mean, let's really, let's really, really dive deep since I've got some time, you know, this is my, this is our opportunity to just kind of talk, talk it out. So if you're going to lob shots at the credibility of my friends who, by the way, make 
their time available for you to be able to understand what's happening better with your football team on a regular basis at no cost other than, you know, I may take uh, next time Diana's in town, we may all go out to dinner or something like that. And I should probably, uh, I should probably buy her more than one dinner for as much time as she spent providing us free content. Um, with all that says, with all that said, now he's pivoted to, yeah, Luan is bad. Does he not flop? Like, no, you, Justin, you're just, you're just showing your ignorance about what, what the football team is doing right now. And I, uh, I just, I, I don't know why you insist on showing your ignorance this way, but if you want to continue to do so, of course you're welcome. And uh, you'll just have to, you know, you'll just, your, your comments, it's, it's unfortunate, Justin, because all you're doing is exposing yourself that you don't watch your own football team. And that to me is quite bizarre. Anyway, shall we keep it moving here on A to Z sports primetime? I think that violent is the word that we need to describe this Titans inside linebacking core, and certainly with the level of play that Zach Cunningham has brought to the table. I truly think that he is a difference maker in this defense. And by the way, he will now uh, he will now be under contract if they choose to keep him under contract long-term. So you have a long-term solution at linebacker with both long and Cunningham, because of course you do know, that Rashawn, and maybe you've forgotten, but just as a reminder, Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown are both both unrestricted free agents at the end of the season. Um, Preston Miles says, Buck, how much do you charge an hour for a therapy session? Well, um, <laughs> uh, how, how, how much does my therapist, I should probably know the, the answer to this. It's probably someone's obscene number that I can't say a lot. I don't know what my my therapist charges me an hour, but I'll uh, I'll get back to you. We'll compare rates, and then we'll uh, we'll, talk, we'll figure out exactly what a, a little couch time with me. I'm completely unqualified. I'm the one who needs therapy, not me providing the therapy. Dear God. Um, but violent is the word that comes to mind when I think about these tit- Titans inside linebackers at this point. Still a little Brimac bounce back, shall we? Let's wrap up our week on the show and get you a little closer to your football game on Sunday. By the way course i'll be in houston on sunday we'll do the primetime show from nrg stadium we will see if the titans are able to uh there we will see if the titans are able to secure the top overall seed in the afc to secure the first round by and by the way i'm gonna give you guys a heads up if we if they do uh if they do secure the first round by i'm going to find i'm probably going to take some vacation i'm going to be honest with you but that's that's a conversation for me and zach and austin to have later no actually i'm probably going to work because zach and austin are doing too much right now god bless them they've got a whole company to keep afloat and i'm just uh i'm just happy to be a part of all the cool things that they're doing but uh oh i'm sorry i i keep seeing uh people keep asking me has bud practiced this week yeah bud bud dupree has practiced this week he's been out of practice all week long. Um, and I believe he hasn't even had an injury designation. If you give me a second, I'll pull up the latest injury report so I can give you an exact answer. But yeah, there's been no um, there's been no absence of Bud Dupree this week. Let me take a look at the practice report. Uh, Naquan Jones, Jack Rabbit, Ben Jones, Julio Jones, Kendall Lamb, Roger Saffold. Yeah, uh, he's practiced all week long. All, all, so yeah, no... Uh, no missed time for Bud Dupree. He's going to play, guys. It's a. It's basically he got an expensive. He got an expensive parking ticket. Basically, is what that citation is. I wouldn't get bent out of shape about the situation that uh that popped up earlier. And I do. I do hope that answers the question for you guys because I I have seen a couple of uh I have cup I've seen a couple of people ask me that and I apologize. We tried to keep the show moving. Um. So yes, he has practiced this week and he'll play on Sunday. There's there's been nothing to uh, derail that. Uh, has there ever been a substitute for you, Buck, on the primetime show? Yeah, Luke Worsham did it while I was in Egypt, right? I think you guys had a had a good time with Luke. I, in fact, I got a lot of positive feedback uh, for Luke filling in for me. On and he took over the the Titan Game Day Morning Show. Now that I can't do it anymore, I've got a radio uh, pregame that I have to do now, and I stop by the the Titan pregame the Titan Game Day Morning Show that. Luke does now for me, and I think he's he was a good fill-in. Now I, you know, we need to get him taught. We need to get him coached up on a couple other subjects besides Titans. But you know, that's the thing that's the most popular thing to talk about anyway. So Luke is uh, Luke is well equipped to fill in for me. And you guys, I do appreciate you treating uh, you treating him right while he was here because you you know y'all are y'all aren't uh, you are actually that's not true. You all are a very accepting group, and so we uh, we appreciate the way that you support 
everybody who uh, may come in or out in the uh, in the chair for me. So let's uh, let's do a Brimac bounce back and let's wrap up the week. Uh, Luke picked on us. Derek says, "Did he? What did you do? What did you do? Well, I guess that the question becomes, what did you do to deserve to be picked on, Derek? That's uh." That's that's uh, interesting. Look at Luke getting a little scrappy. I like that. I like that because, um, you know, you guys pick on me every one every once in a while. I'll, I'll rib one of you, like Justin or uh, oh, who's the who's the uh, the curly headed dude who pops up in here all the time and and is chirping about some stupid shit. I can't think of his name. I can picture his I can picture his picture, but I can't think of his name. Um, anyway. <laughs> Let's do the Primac bounce back and wrap up for the week. The question that I'm going to ask you is a stupid one, but it's a funny one because this video was all over the place today. The question that I'm going to ask you is this. Well, no, it's just an easy question. It's the Primac bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most this weekend? It could be Antonio Brown. It could be the Kansas City Chiefs who lost to the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. It could be the Indianapolis Colts who blew it against the Raiders and now need to win to keep their postseason aspirations alive. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the fine people who present this feature. It's Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac is the best in the business, and they will make sure that you get exactly what you need. The, the winter is here, right? Winter is upon us officially, and the cold does not look like it's going to alleviate or leave us anytime soon. You need to make sure that if you didn't get preventative maintenance with Brimac, that you keep them close to the chest whenever it is that you need to get your comfort zone readjusted. B-R-Y-M-A-K, commercial, residential, Brimac has you covered. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. So, what is the, uh, what is, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Well, and it doesn't necessarily need to be in sports, but this is, after all, a sports-based show. So we need to, uh, we, I imagine we'll have, a little bit of sports in there. Terrence Gallagher says, Buck, been listening to the radio show on 104.5. You guys are killing it, kid. You have to love the energy. Well, thank you, Terrence. We appreciate you hanging out with us on primetime. And I, it, I, don't, I don't know why it makes my day so much, but I love when I see people who hang out with us on primetime call in or interact with the radio show. I love when I see radio listeners find out about the primetime show because not everybody knows that both things exist, but it's a, it's a cool community that we're creating around the content. So that makes me very happy to hear, Terrence. Thank you for the kind words. Um, Who needs to bounce back this week? Derek says, I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, Penny Penny says, LOL, Luke's got to go, man. You better stop, Penny. Leave Luke alone. He's good. <laughs> he, just, he needs to grow into it, right? Mighty Mouse, the baby-faced assassin, Luke Worsham. Uh, who needs to, oh, Julio needs to bounce back. A lot of Julios. A lot of Julios from Quay. Julio from ZJR1995. Uh, Justin M. Turner says 2019 Ferkser needs a bounce back. Uh, for Jonathan, it's Julio. For Charles, it's Julio. Uh, the Colts, says MB, who haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. I saw that stat. I can't remember. I think it was Mike Sando that tweeted out tweeted that stat out that the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since Andrew Luck was the quarterback. I think Chad Henney was quarterbacking the Jags the last time that the Colts beat them on the road. That's insane. Think about that. That's what we're seven years almost removed from the last Colts road win in Jacksonville. How weird is that? Now these, these Jags are terrible, truly terrible. And they have had, a couple of upsets so far this year, but I can't, uh, I mean, I can't, God, if the Colts lose that game, that would be just a, just a nightmare scenario. Indiana, Indianapolis would be, would be on fire, which I'm sure would make almost everybody in here happy, given that the vast majority of you are Titans fans. Dom Odell says Bruce Arians catching a little heat. That's true. That, that, uh, that Antonio Brown thing is weird. 
and I haven't really spent much time on it this week, but I, it's crazy how I, I, I don't know why, because he appears to be a very bad person, Antonio Brown, but also like, I think that I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt in this situation. Cause I don't think this was handled well, like all around. It's really interesting. I'm, I'd be curious to see how much more information comes out about this. Cause I don't know how much everybody saw Antonio Brown posting like medical information. I mean, he even posted like, I think he posted some kind of bank account information today that he ended up deleting, but Bruce, Bruce Arians got a little bit of explaining to do. And uh, I think right now it's weird to say that the court of public opinion may favor Antonio Brown, which is weird because he's just, he he seems to be the worst, but also he seems to be deeply unwell. Um, And I don't think it's funny anymore the way that uh, he's kind of being pointed and laughed at, even though clearly there's something happening there. Um, Van Jeffrey says, Buck, we miss your church music at the end of the show. I know I miss, I miss the Mississippi mass choir, but they're, they, here's, here's what happened. All right. You want full disclosure? I'll let you behind the curtain a little bit. Um, when we, A to Z, where we've had a great year, really, really spectacular year. And it's, it's in due to, it's, it's due entirely to your guys' support of the platform. Um, the YouTube channel has grown exponentially, right? A to Z already had a really, a really, really great Facebook presence instagram as well twitter's pretty strong but you know twitter is not necessarily uh, a primary not that we don't love our twitter people but you know it's just you don't make money on twitter right so the the a to z sports youtube account it started making we we've monetized it right there you you see ads now there is a there is a financial component now associated with the a to z youtube channel and that's great because you know that helps my uh, that helps my back end. Love to see it. Helps Austin and Zach grow the business. Um, everybody that works for A to Z, it's great news for everybody. But when you monetize your YouTube account, then you are uh, then you are a little more. What? How shall I say this? You are more opened up to people who you are using the content of because we use a lot of video on the show, right? And we get clearance for and most of the videos ours. The stuff that's not ours, we get clearance for. But for the Mississippi Mass Choir, it turns out they want, you know, they wanted a piece of the money that we're making, rightfully so, right? So we had the we we had to uh in order to monetize the YouTube account, we had to say goodbye to the Mississippi Mass Choir. That makes me very sad because I did love closing out the show that way. Gave me great energy. Really did. Um and we haven't we haven't figured out a good way to replace that yet. I think that's my 2022 primetime show resolution is to figure out a way to end the uh to end the show in a similar fantastic fashion that the Mississippi Mass Choir was sending us out for. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week is the question. Just an intern. <laughs> Kevin Durant's skincare. <laughs> Leave those ashy ankles alone, Justin. That's not fair. Listen, I, I, I caught, I caught a little ashiness on my, uh, well, not, a, I, I mean, ashy, whatever you want to call it. Like, the the skin around my ankles looked kind of dry the other day. I noticed that, so I quickly uh, quickly moisturized and put some lotion. Put some, put uh, it puts the lotion on the skin, right? Like Buffalo Bob or whatever the whatever that ridiculous movie was. Um, who is the uh, oh Buck uh, Joshua Johnson says Buck? I did some research and I found evidence you like Mariota. Yeah, I like Marcus. I, I like Marcus a lot, personally. As a quarterback, I hated watching him. But yeah, Marcus Marcus is a genuinely lovely human being, and I wish him all the success in the world. I've said that a million times. Josh, why do you always bring up Marcus? What is it's so weird? So weird every time. I like Marcus fine. Um, but no, who needs to bounce back? The question uh, of who needs to bounce back is pretty interesting because it's completely unrelated. For me, it's completely unrelated to sports. What it is, is this. It is Elmo versus Rocco. And I think that Elmo caught some heat today. That's Elmo's favorite. Oh, Gabby, can Elmo have an oatmeal raisin cookie instead, please? Oh, gee, Elmo, that was my last one. Oh, that's okay, Gabby. Elmo will just get this one. No, no, no. Wait, wait, Elmo. What? Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Rocco? Rocco's a rock, Zoe. Rocco won't know the difference. Yes, he will. You can't have that cookie, Elmo. Rocco wants to eat it. How? How is Rocco going to eat that cookie, Zoe? Tell Elmo. Rocco doesn't even have a mouth. Rocco's just a 
makes me laugh so hard of Elmo getting so up. Now watch that. We talked about, you know, we talked about copyright stuff with the, with the Mississippi mass choir coming from us. Watch Elmo's going to turn out to be super litigious. The whole YouTube show is going to be thrown out today, but I could not stop laughing at how pen out of shape Elmo got when the pet rock was alive. Mixed whisper vibes says Bucky was watching Elmo at 9.07 PM. Hey baby, we got we got range as a show, right? We got we got absolute range. Uh Anthony wants to know what what uh what am I watching that for? It was all over the internet today. I don't know why it went viral the way that it did, but Elmo screaming at uh I don't know who the other puppet's name is, but it's made me laugh. And uh I don't know. So every just weird shit makes me laugh anymore. And I think if if you can find something that genuinely you do not expect to provide your joy to your life, I think that you should embrace those moments instead of asking, why the hell are we watching Elmo at 9.07 p.m. on a streaming sports show? Oh, just, it's, you know, we, I do a stupid show. That's okay. We do a stupid show, producer Reed and myself. But you know what? You guys make it smarter, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us every Sunday through Thursday night on A to Z Sports Primetime. Now, the primetime week is done, but the content, there's so much more. Going to do a 615 Sessions podcast tomorrow. It's going to be myself, Teron Davenport, and Joe Rexrode of The Athletic. So we'll have a great time with TD and Joe, and we'll talk about this entire week, Derek Henry, everything. That'll be available in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, so make sure that you are subscribed to that. It'll be a great time, and you'll enjoy it. Radio show tomorrow is going to be great. Uh, from 10 to 1, we will have Evan Silva of Establish the Run and Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio throughout the course of the day. So make sure that you're hanging out with us on the radio show as well. And what else do I have to plug? Do I have anything else to plug? I don't think so. I've got, there's, I've got, I've got plenty of shit out there. <laughs> It's okay. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to shove more content down your guys' throats. Although I do. I do. I can't. I don't say thank you enough for the way that you guys support the content. It's really been. I know we're. You know we're through twenty twenty one, but it really was a tremendous year as far as uh, growth and and uh, and the amount of different things that I was able to do this year. And it's entirely. Uh, uh, it's entirely made possible by the way that you guys flock to this stuff, and I think that's so damn cool. So thank you, thank you, thank you, a million times, thank you. Um, and we'll be back Sunday night. We'll do this from NRG stadium on Sunday. We'll see what happens with the Titans and the Texans. If they lose, then it'll be an interesting show. If they win, it will also be an interesting show. And I wish that I could throw it to the Mississippi mass choir and say, I'm not tired yet, but I'd be lying to you if I did that because I'm exhausted. And I love it anyway. And I think, honestly, the show gets better when I'm tired because I'm kind of delusional. And every once in a while, I'll see something in the comment section that sets me off. Like Joshua Johnson says, will you do a fan of the week and let them chime in on the show and get on the broadcast? Hell no. (laughs) I can't keep you guys from saying silly shit now. You think I want to put you on camera to do it? Stop. (laughs) Talk you you bother Austin and Zach with that. I'm not doing that shit. I got to get out of here. I love you all. We'll see you Sunday night. (laughs) 